This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Three thirty-two. A great day for talk radio. You know, it's manna from heaven. Basically, uh, with the Ford government, there have been so many complaints uh, hither and yon. Some people very, very much supportive of initiatives coming out of that government. So uh, when the twain don't meet, this is where it's red meat for talk radio, and as I call it, manna from heaven. Uh, there are many files we'll try to attempt to cover in some way, shape, or form, including the announcement that, uh, well, I have in brief anyway, capping. Core public sector wages at 1% annually for the next three years. However, on another matter, uh, dealing with transit. And, uh, boy, I'm confused on this one because apparently there's a report in the Star that city planners have been talking to and uh, people with the TTC about adding a fourth subway stop in Scarborough, Eglinton East and Brimley area. And uh, because the whole transit file is in a state of uh, flux, chaos, if you were to listen to the Amalgamated Transit Union. And let's just do that. Their president, John Danino, is on the line to tell us why the direction the Ford government is taking transit, especially in this city, is the wrong one. Mr. Danino, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Thank you. I'm glad to be here today. Okay. Uh, you know, you say uh, that this Getting Ontario Moving Act that was passed earlier this week in the legislature is headed in the wrong direction. How so and why is that? Well, so fundamentally, the biggest issue with the Toronto Transit Commission is the lack of dedicated funding that's being put into the system. Uh, We know that the TTC is the most underfunded transit system in terms of subsidy North American-wide. The Ford government says that they can build transit faster, better, and more efficiently. But quite frankly, the government's track record hasn't proven that. They failed with Presto, and that showed a $64 million shortfall in lost revenue to the TTC. The Union Pearson Express was a fiasco. The Confederation Line in Ottawa is just over a year past the deadline. The Eglinton Crosstown Line um, has shown huge cost overruns, and, and the, the governments cannot enforce the contracts with the big conglomerates. And that is not an opinion. That was spelled out in the 2018 Auditor, Auditor's General Report. Right. Uh, but all these things that you're citing uh, predate the Ford government, don't they? Well, uh, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's a Ford government or it was the Harris government who actually started this fiasco back in the 90s. It was the government back then who decided that they were going to stop operating subsidies January 1st, 1998. It goes further. It was the Harris government who reduced um, operating subsidies, and that is showing a deficiency. And quite frankly, um, it's one of the tactics that governments use. First, they strategically underfund transit, then they criticize it, and ultimately they move to privatizing it. And we're headed down the same road here. And the, the taxpayers of Ontario um, are going to be paying for that, not just in the city of Toronto, but in northern communities, for all of these absorbative costs that actually make no sense. Again, John Danino's with us. He's the uh, Canadian president of the Amalgamated Transit Union on this matter that the transit file is being mishandled by the current government here in Ontario, Doug Ford, even though, as he says, it goes back several uh, previous administrations, Wynne, McGinty, and even into the Harris years. But how about the idea that Metrolinx was established to sort of be the comprehensive overlord of all these different aspects of transit and sort of try to make it a seamless, comprehensive regional setup? Would you disagree with that, uh, that model? Yeah, I actually would totally disagree. You know, we're seeing that with Metrolinx, with the Eglinton LRT, 10 years into this project, 
Metrolinx has still been able to establish how they're going to integrate fares between riding an LRT and transitioning into the conventional subway system. There is no, there is no um, fare sharing mechanism that has been put forward. And quite frankly, you're going to starve the TTC if someone gets on the LRT uh, and pays the fare there. I mean, they really need to put dedicated funding. TTC is one of the most integrated systems that we have in North America between subway, SRT, buses, wheel trans, and our streetcars. I don't think that that's the problem. I think funding is the is the issue here. Well, all right. And so, uh, you know, but when we talk about the, the setup with Metrolink, somebody uh, coming in from Mississauga or Oakville and uh, they hit the border at Toronto and get onto the subway, they're paying a, a separate fare. Metrolink was supposed to obviate that and, and make it seamless, weren't they? They were supposed to, but we're 10 years into it. Well, whose fault is that? Well, obviously, it's the bureaucrats at Metrolinx that have failed to deliver on their promises. Well, and now, if the Ford government were to say, uh, let's just root out the problem, including the bureaucrats, would you be good with that? Well, I think that the Ford government needs to sit down with all of the stakeholders, including ATU Canada, but more, more importantly, uh, the riding public. We've been doing a number of campaigns on the transit system, leafleting our passengers, and the people that we have spoken to on the front lines, our riders, are very, very concerned with zero public consultation on these initiatives. Um, they want to be part of the process of how their transit is going to look in their city. And that has not happened. You know, you say something else that's uh, rather intriguing, so clear this up, if you will. The Getting Ontario Moving Act, again, as I said, passed earlier this week into legislation, uh, gives Metrolinx unprecedented power to cherry-pick the most valuable assets of municipal transit and potentially give them away to big businesses. What's that about? Well, so, I mean, we recently saw with Go Transit and Metrolinx the new plan to develop the Mimico Go Station, it's going to be a P3 consortium mm-hmm. who's going to get the land and infrastructure around it for free. And all they have to do is build a GO station, but then they'll have the rights and the airspace above there to build for free. That's not the way you build transit. Well, yeah, but if air rights subsidize uh, the building of a better model of transit uh, and the you know P3s are the working model that a lot of people advocate, uh, how else would we do it? Well, let me tell you that there... They may be the the working model that governments like to adopt, but there is a proven track record of failure in P3 endeavors across this country and North American wide. Any you could cite in and around the GTA? Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's talk about the 407 and how that was developed and sold. Um, Let's talk about what happened up in York Region when York Region went into a private-public partnership model in the transit system. Their subsidy rates in York Region are four to five times higher than the subsidy rates in the city of Toronto under the public-private partnership format. Well, all right, there's another element to this, and I'm curious if you believe that this might be an attempt to get out from under the thrall of the union. Well, I mean, listen, uh, you know, we'll have to go out and we'll have to uh, unionize the new workers and so on and so forth. But this really isn't just about the unions. This is about what the citizens of Toronto and the riders deserve, and that is safe, reliable, affordable transit. Presto's motto is to have fares paid by distance and by speed. Ultimately, it's going to cost the people more. You know, we have a a fantastic integrated system. We We just need to improve that.
Well, all right. Uh, you know, although some people will pay a premium if they can get to where they want to get to faster. So, I mean, I don't see where that would be a problem. Let me ask you, because I'm out of time here, this uh, announcement as well, that there's a fourth stop being proposed for the Scarborough subway extension, and that's coming from people within the TTC uh, as well as the municipal government. It wasn't at the behest of the province. They're actually broaching that with the province. Would you say this is a good or a bad thing? Well, the improvement of subway stations is a good thing, but, you know, you need to look at the Shepherd line. The Shepherd line is not reaping the benefits that were projected. Ridership is at an all-time low on the Shepherd line. So integrating another st- another station, if you're not getting the value for your dollar in terms of riders, I think is probably a bad decision at this time. All right. Well, uh, this is something Council will have to wrangle with uh, before they press, the, I guess, the province on uh, that part of the plan. I appreciate your time and explaining where you're coming from as far as, you know, transit and the uploading of the TTC in part and uh, maintenance and operations to the province. Uh, You're again at Firmly, and so uh, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. John Danino again is the Canadian president of the Amalgamated Transit Union. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 